from DynastyLeagueFootball.com and the DLF family of podcasts, this is the Superflex Super Show. Your main source for strategy, speculation, player values, and all things Superflex. With innovative strategies like QBX and the Superflex flywheel, exercises like Tinderflex, Super 6, You're Nuts, and next week this week, The Super Show's super friends never lack the content you need to help you draft and manage your roster in the fastest-growing fantasy football format, Superflex, on the Superflex Super Show. Enjoy your DLF podcast and stay sexy and super flexy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? Episode 40 is here. We are into November. We've been gone for a couple weeks, but that's okay. I had some things I had to deal with. And uh, I'm happy to be back because there has been a lot going on in the college football space, in the recruiting space. And I'm here to get you updated on all of that. We are going to jump into a guy that we actually talked about on episode 39 and have talked about previous to that because there is some massive news that has taken place and will continue to set the table for this future superstars breakout. So we'll get to that. But I wanted to say thank you again for rocking with us. It's hard to believe it's almost been a full year with Elite Seekers. We're just having a blast. And I really appreciate all of you that have been here for the full ride. If this is your first time listening to Elite Seekers, welcome. I appreciate you as well. And, uh, you know, it's all about finding these future superstars, really shooting for the ceiling as far as their overall potential goes and what we think they're going to be able to be at that NFL level. So whether you play in Devi Leagues, whether you playing campus to Canton leagues, whether you're just a fantasy footballer trying to get ahead in your dynasty or redraft leagues, I got it all for you. And you know, I got it for the college football fans as well, because that is more important. And that's what drew us to this game in the first place. So, hey, let's quit messing around. Let's get right into it. We got some great stuff. Here we go. All right, I told you we would be bringing up a familiar face on this episode, so we are going to start it off with Wisconsin running back, true freshman running back, Braylon Allen, the six foot two, 238-pound future superstar, already has just been putting on a show this season, sharing the backfield with Chez Maluzzi. Now, we just found out that Chez is going to be out the rest of the season. Coach Paul Chris let us know. It's really unfortunate because Chez looked great out there. But knee injuries, you know, they really happen across football, and and uh, we wish him the best and, and hope he gets better. So now what does that mean for Wisconsin's backfield? It means they are handing the keys completely over to 17-year-old Braylon Allen. Yes, 17 years old. We will not see him turn 18 until January, so another couple months. Just unbelievable that 
He was able to reclass a year earlier, step onto the field so soon, so young, and really just put on a show for us. He's currently 16th in the country at 6.8 yards per carry. Just crazy. Coming off of four straight 100-yard performances. You know, it, it just blows my mind. But, you know, it really shouldn't. You know, you go back and you look at guys like Ron Dane, Jonathan Taylor. Wisconsin has just been known to find and develop running backs, regardless of the coaching situation. It's just a tough-nosed football team. And, uh, you know, this kid is coming off of back-to-back conference player of the week, you know, awards. And that's, that's huge. He's showing what he can do. And now he's going to get even more opportunity. You hope that he shows us he can grow on that. And I think, I think it's going to be good. I, you'll still probably see a split because he's still young and, and it's worked out well for him. But, you know, the decision to bring him on, not put him on defense by Wisconsin and to decide to put him in the backfield has really just paid dividends. It's allowed that team to just continue with their tough ways and, and be a really gritty team. And I think Braylon Allen is going to be the next superstar running back out of Wisconsin. So you got to make sure he is loaded up on your rosters. You pay attention. I, my guess is there's a lot of leagues out there that still didn't pay attention. We talked about it for sure early on with Elite Seekers. Big shout out to our guy JB on that one, representing the Wisconsin area, just knowing what is happening. So um, it's just it's just fun to see. You know, you don't get 17 year olds producing this well early on very often. And, and I'll have to look into that. But it's it's just mind boggling. He will have played his entire season as a 17 year old. So shout out to Braylon Allen. I know we've talked about him. This is probably the third or fourth episode we mentioned him. And that's because he just is commanding the spotlight. And it's really uh, probably one of my favorite stories of the year as far as college football goes. He was a four-star kid. We didn't know, you know, offense or defense. And and now here we are. We know. We know what Braylon Allen is. And he knows what he is. And he's just getting started. But it's all about the workhorse mentality. Um, He just is is a beast in the gym. We heard about that coming in and, uh, you know, you're just going to see a guy continue to develop and get better. And and as these opportunities come, especially right now with with uh, Chez's injury, let's pay attention. Let's pay attention to the rest of these weeks that he's going to have a chance to be the man, the unquestioned man in that Wisconsin Badger backfield. So Braylon Allen, get him on the squad. Now let's jump into the recruiting scene. We are going to talk about the high school class of 2022 with quarterback Luther Richardson, the six foot three, 211 pounder out of Nashville, Tennessee, currently plays for Lipscomb Academy, and he is the pride of Trent Dilfer. That is his coach. Yes, Trent Dilfer from the NFL. He is a guy that has been all over Luther Richardson and really just you know, shows us why we should be looking outside of just our four and five star prospects. You know, this is a kid who just has come in and absolutely torn it up. He officially committed this week to Cincinnati, and I think that's going to continue the reign there. Obviously, they got Ritter, who we expect to go to the NFL. And then we got Evan Prater, who I'm very high on coming in to hopefully take over the reins. But bringing in a three star like Luther Richardson, I think we'll push Evan Prater to continue to improve and show him that, hey, there's going to be competition regardless. And that's really what helps raise the ceiling of a lot of these guys. Now, 
Richardson has been on an absolute tear so far this season. And, you know, you love to see it. That's that's a big piece. He's first of all, he's leading his team to a 10 and one record at this point. And uh, it's just it's just great. It's really what you want to see out of a three star guy that is really fighting for offers. He could have chosen Michigan State. That was the other school that I thought might have a chance to bring him in. But I really love the fit. Luke Fickle went after Richardson early on in the process, really stayed in touch, was apparently patient throughout. And, you know, at the end of the day, they got Richardson to commit. And that's just a big feeling for that program who has been on a tear recruiting, especially getting a kid like this out of the Tennessee area who really has a lot of talent in that area. It always helps to to continue with those ties. Now, how has he led his team to a 10 and one season? And, and why is he a big part of that? Well, he's completed almost 83% of his passes, which is just incredible. Thrown for over 2,400 yards, 34 touchdowns, and get this, only one interception. Yes, one interception, 34 touchdowns. That's just absolutely ridiculous. I don't care what level you're playing at. I don't care what competition you're playing against. You know, he's a three-star, but again, we got to look beyond that. I think, you know, what you're hearing about him is he is one of the, if not the most hardworking kid around his football team and will continue to be that once he gets to Cincinnati. So I think that type of player really helps raise the bar for everybody else around him. And that's what we've talked a lot about on this show. What do they bring to the team? Like what intangibles are there? How is their their mental well-being, their mental makeup, right? And, you know, this is a kid that's an ultimate competitor. We talked about that with Caleb Williams. Yes, Caleb Williams was a high five-star recruit. But still, we see a lot of these lower-level recruits come in, work their butt off, raise the bar for everybody around them, earn the respect of the team. And eventually, when they get their opportunity, especially at that quarterback position, now you're seeing a guy come out of the woodworks and go on a Joe Burrow-like run, right? Someone that comes in and just takes his team to the next level because everybody trusts what he does. Everybody trusts what he does in practice, off the field. All of those things add up and they make players better because now those other players at the skill positions have to work harder. The defense knows they have to work harder to get that quarterback more opportunities. And I think that's what we're hearing from Luther Richardson. That's what we're seeing with him as a senior in high school leading his team. So, you know, I'm pretty high on him from that standpoint. I think he can make all the throws. He's not the strongest arm that I've seen out there. I I do think there's guys that are more physically gifted, but the accuracy is crazy and he can make all the throws. So I'm really curious to see as he gets bigger and stronger, how that ends up. But if he can just continue to work like he has been working, you know, obviously as Trent Dilfer in his corner right now as his coach. And I assume that relationship will stand in the future and he'll continue to help give him tips and, and just lead him into developing the right way, you're looking at a kid that, you know, could really rise in the rankings throughout his college career. I don't expect him to beat out Evan Prater. I don't. I think Evan Prater has some ability to be special. You know, he's a Colin Kaepernick-like talent. I think he has those long legs, really strong arm. You know, he can make plays happen. And, And he's a hometown kid. So I don't see them benching a hometown kid that was a high recruit coming in. I think You know, all signs point to Evan Prater doing everything he has needed to do to be ready to take over the reins of the Bearcats next season. But bringing in Luther Richardson, he will bide his time. He will make Prater better and he will make that team better as a whole. So pay attention. Luther Richardson, a three star out of Tennessee. 
and Trent Dilfer's finest prospect. I'm excited for it. I think it's a great fit. So shout out to the Cincinnati Bearcats. I think you got a good one. Check it out. NFL football is finally back, baby. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Cowboys tickets or Rams tickets or Cardinals tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in, in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas, or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. Next up, we are talking about the class of 2023 with quarterback Dante Moore out of the Detroit, Michigan area, currently plays for King High School there, Martin Luther King High School. According to 24-7 Sports, they have him ranked 16th nationally out of any position. He is there. Quarterback number three right now and by far the number one Michigan recruit. He's a five-star. The composite rating he has is a 99.17, so he is a stud. He's got schools like Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, and Penn State being the hottest ones as far as offers go right now. But you've also seen schools like Ohio State, Auburn coming after him. Cincinnati just had that visit recently. So this is a kid that we're not sure where he's going to end up yet. Comes in at 6'3", 195 pounds, and he doesn't have the strongest arm. But what I really like about Dante Moore is his ability to go through progressions consistently. The experience level he has, he's been a starter since his freshman year where he led his team to an 11-3 record, and they were Michigan State runners-up. That's pretty crazy as a, as a freshman, as a ninth grader. Now, this week, he just had a playoff win where he threw for three touchdowns ran for another touchdown, and just showed some great ability to put touch on the ball. Now, the reason Dante is so good at putting touch on the ball, I already mentioned that he goes through his progressions. He does a great job leading his receivers, throwing his receivers open, okay? But he he just stands in the pocket. He doesn't care about pressure. He knows it's there, and he knows when to get rid of it, and he takes care of the ball. But he will throw a lot of passes where he is going to get hit immediately after. And that's, you know, something that a lot of quarterbacks struggle with. As soon as they see some pressure, you know, they're all over the place. They lose confidence. They start to throw picks, fumble, all of these things. But Dante Moore has shown an amazing ability to stand in the pocket, even step up in the pocket in the face of massive pressure and make throws and deliver the ball on time to his playmaking receivers. And that's what has made his school so good. That's what I think the biggest draw for Dante Moore is going to be. You know, in a lot of these schools that are going to be recruiting him, whether it be in the SEC or whether it be in the Big Ten or or wherever, okay, there's going to be a lot of pressure. There's a lot of high-end defensive line talents. There's a lot of, you know, defensive backs flying off off the edge. 
You got all of these guys coming after you. You got to be able to handle the pressure. You got to be able to still deliver the ball on time to your playmakers. And I think Dante Moore is that type of quarterback. He might not have the highest ceiling out of anybody, but I think his ceiling is very high because of his ability to throw his receivers open and stand in the pocket, whether he's under pressure or not. So these are some things that you know might get overlooked and might allow a guy to drop a little bit in rankings, especially when people are looking at fantasy football. But I'm going to tell you right now, that consistency is a big deal. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, someone like a Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr has a lot of great skills, you know, but we don't think of him as the high ceiling guy. But he consistently puts up a lot of points. He allows his team to get in position to win. And, uh, you know, it's it's a guy that's going to help whatever team he's on, whether that be a real life football or fantasy football. So Dante Moore is a special player and, and he's a guy that's going to run away with player of the year in, in the Detroit area. You know, it's just it's cool to see. We're looking at a graduation of 2023 for Dante Moore. So we still have some time, you know, this being his junior season. So really pay attention uh, to guys like this. I do think he's someone that's going to rise up the board, but he's already the number three quarterback in the class. We're not talking about a kid that, you know, nobody knows about. This is a kid that I think is not going to look as high end as some of the other guys around him, but I think has that potential because of his his ability to stand up in the pocket, his ability to play under pressure and play really well under pressure. Now, he trusts his arm. He knows the plays. He obviously studies the playbook. He does really well there. He, he throws these guys open, whether it be quick slants or, or, or down the middle of the field or, you know, against zone defense where he's just finding the open space. He knows exactly where his receiver or tight end can go up and get the ball. And he just leads them open. And he makes throws that a lot of quarterbacks won't even take the chance on. Or there's going to be a high potential, uh, you know, due to accuracy where they're going to throw a pick and, and something like that. So uh, pay attention to Dante Moore out of Detroit, Michigan. I think he is a future stud and uh, really curious to see where he ends up. You know, really, really curious. And if he ends up in Michigan, hey, we'll see how that goes. I know J.J. McCarthy seems like he's in the driver's seat uh, and, and a guy that we like long term. But he's had some turnover issues in, in the little bit of playing time that we've seen him so far this year. Notre Dame would be really interesting. Um, you know, in Michigan State, we've seen what they've been able to do in Penn State. They got uh, Drew Alar uh, looking like he's going there, and and uh, it's going to be interesting. Any one of these schools, you know, I don't love it yet, um, but Penn State, Notre Dame, maybe Michigan State probably looked the best to me. Michigan, I'm just so weary about any offensive player going to that school. I know, I know we got some talent there this year as far as true freshmen go, but let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with Dante Moore. He is a guy that I just want to make sure was on all of the elite seekers radar because he has he has that it factor. He definitely has what it takes. He's not a mobile quarterback. He's an in the pocket guy. He definitely can move a little bit, um, but he's not going to beat you with his legs. It's not what he is. But I, I do think he is a, a potential first round NFL talent, depending on his landing spot for college. Because of his ability to understand offense, because of his ability to throw receivers open, trust his arm, put touch on it, and do what he needs to do to win. So, Dante Moore, quarterback, 6'3", 195 out of Detroit, Michigan. King High School, put him on the radar. Now, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, I just wanted to give a special shout out being I'm recording this on Veterans Day in the U.S. and Remembrance Day in Canada. I just wanted to thank all of the former and current veterans and military men and women 
and everybody who's paid the ultimate price for us to continue to live in in these amazing countries and and really give us everything. So thank you so much. We appreciate you, and, and you know this is something we should be thankful for every day. So thank you to again to all the servicemen and service women in whatever country you are uh, going out there and, and giving everything you have uh, for your countries. We appreciate you and. Uh, Always, always will thank you for that. So thank you so much, Elite Seekers. This was episode 40. And uh, hey, we'll be back for you next week with episode 41. And just continue to ramp up to National Signing Day, the early signing day, which will be coming sooner than later. So uh, pretty excited for that one. And uh, we'll probably talk about some some bull invites as well for some of these high schoolers uh, that will get another chance to go out there and, and show their skills in front of the nation to really allow us to be excited for for college football again and and see where these players go and end up and and how they end up doing for the long run so thank you so much elite seekers i appreciate you that is all we got elite seekers out Mm -hmm.